Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Over in Mark in chapter 12 and verse 28, you know, the Pharisees and the scribes were trying to, as always, trick Jesus. But then one of the scribes had a, had a, a question that, that I think really came from his heart. And he said, it said in verse 28, it says, Then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, so he, he understood that Jesus had some answers. He said, which is the first commandment of all? Then Jesus answered him. He said, the first of all commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. This is the first commandment. And then he says, and the second like it is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And that's just what the Lord has been dealing with me about. You know, Pastor Greg and I were talking about the scripture in the office a couple weeks ago. and, And ever since we talked about it, the Lord's just been speaking that and resonating that in my heart. He, With all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, all of your strength. You know, God's looking to be in and involved in every single aspect of who we are. He wants to be father. He wants to walk among every part of who we are. He wants to walk with us in our, in our hearts. You singers can be seated if you want to. Hallelujah. He wants to, he wants to be part of, of our hearts. He wants to have our hearts, but you can be seated too if you want to. Hallelujah. Band can be seated. Unless you just want to stay up there and play some nice chords. Hallelujah. Travis, you stay. Everyone else, you can go. Hallelujah. Just so to help us stay in the the attitude where we are. I'm not going to go for very long because it's already 749. But I just want to share this. This this one little thing that, that the Lord's been dealing with me about. But he says, um, you know, all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, all of your strength. God wants us to be involved with him, and he wants to be involved with us in every single area. He, you know, when we come to him, when we're born again, we give him our hearts. And he has our hearts, right? And most of us in our hearts, we love him. Right. We, we desire him in our hearts. Our, our hearts are for him. I mean, we wouldn't be here tonight on a Sunday night if if our hearts weren't for him. Come on. I mean, we're here tonight for what reason? Because of him. Amen. He has our heart. But God doesn't want just our heart. He didn't he didn't come just for our heart. He doesn't he doesn't want just to be able to have you for the, for eternity. And but he wants you now. He wants every part of you. All of your all of your heart, all of your soul. What's your soul? Your soul is your emotions, your your passions, your desires. You know, over in, in Colossians in chapter three and verse one, it says, uh, it says, if you've then received Christ, been raised with him, 
Then set, the, the King James says, set your affections on things above. What's he talking about? He's talking about your soul. Who you, who, what your emotions and your desires and your passions are. What, what are they on? Are they on him? Are they on the things that he has? Are they on seeking after him? Glory to God. Are they, are, is, is the desire of your heart to have more of him than anything else? I mean, I don't know, but you know. But honestly, that's, that, God's looking to, to, to have your emotions. He wants, he wants your affections. He wants your desires. Glory to God. The Bible says that he's a jealous God. Hallelujah. That he's a consuming fire. He's not looking just to consume one part of you. Glory to God. If you know anything about fire, it wants to consume everything that's around it. It wants to consume every part. And so God wants our soul. He wants our emotions. He wants our desires. He wants our minds. And Pastor Greg touched on this this morning, but, you know, even when we come before him, he's not just looking for us just to just to worship him from our heart and then our mind to be disengaged or our emotions to be disengaged. He wants he wants a relationship that includes all of you. I mean, husbands and wives, don't you want all all of all of what your wife or husband has to offer? Do you want to sit and have conversation where their mind is not engaged in what's going on? They're thinking about bow hunting or, you know, some other, some other thing. And you're trying to pour out your heart about your day, you know, over a cup of coffee and, and you've set time aside. No, you want, you want them to be engaged. You want their emotions to be engaged. You want their minds to be engaged. You want their, you want their bodies to be engaged. Amen. I mean, if, if you're talking to somebody and they're sitting, you know, looking the other way and kind of checking their watch and come on, you'd be like, oh, no, thank you. We'll, we'll do this another time when you care about me. All right. Wives would be like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Fine is never fine, guys. To the single guys, fine does not mean fine, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm fine. Thank you. Praise God. So uh, that's a side journey. Amen. Um, but God doesn't want, just a, he doesn't want just a heart. This is, was never about a heart, just a heart thing. He didn't come to, to just change our heart. He came to change everything we were. I mean, he made us this way. God didn't make a mistake when he made us spirit, soul, and body. When we were created, glory to God, we were created in his image and in his likeness. And sometimes we think we can be, we can be connected in our hearts somehow because we're in relationship with him. But then we go about our day or we go about our, 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 our life where our spirit, our, our spirit is, is his. But then our soul and our mind and our flesh uh, are, are miles away. But I'm telling you this, I was over in, in youth a couple Wednesday nights ago, and, and, I, and I, the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, this is a time of more. And I said to the youth, I said, this is a summer of more. And, you know, we, we, we took, took a little more of God that night. And, and then I got, got up the next morning, and the Lord said, you know, I didn't say summer of more. I said time of more. And he said, but you interpreted it as summer of more. And he said, don't put a limit on my seasons. He said, because my seasons don't flow like man's seasons. And in my heart, I believe that we're in the season 
that's going to usher back in the, the, the coming of the Lord. I believe we're in that season. I believe we're in that, that day. And, and, you know, for God, you know, a day is of a thousand years and a thousand years is, a, is as of a day. So, so I, you know, I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I said summer, and I was trying to put a limit on what you said. Forgive me. And I expand my vision for what you were talking about. You know, sometimes we can misinterpret the things that, that the Lord says. And so, so anyways, when he said that, he said, it's a time of more. It's a season of more. And we're in a season of more. We're in a season where there's more available to you every single moment of the day. But in order, he said this later to me, he said, but in order to take more, you're going to have to lay down some things that are in your hands. How many of you know if you've got your hands full, it's hard to take more? But we, we, we're going to have to begin to empty ourselves of some of the things that we've accumulated over the years empty ourselves of some of the I know this isn't like a running shouting thing yeah, brother Steve why aren't you why aren't you running on the pews because because th this is what the Lord wants to say right now amen but in order to take more we're going to have to lay down some more We've laid down some more. We've, we, we, we have. We've been laying some things down. I mean, I, I know we have because God's been filling us up. Amen. But, but in order to take more, you have to lay down some more. And I don't know about you. My, the desire of my heart is to have more of who he is. More of him. And I'm willing to put anything aside. I'm willing to lay anything on the table. I'm willing to lay any relationship on the table. I'm willing to lay any, any uh, um, of my own desires on the table. I'm willing to lay any of my own emotions on the table. If my emotions are keeping me out of, out of what God has for me, I, I want them on the table. I want him to consume that part of who I am. Well, that's just the way I am. It's just my, my Irish heritage. No, 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 no. Take it all, Lord. No longer I that liveth, but Christ that lives in me. And the life that I now live, glory to God, I live by the faith of the, in the Lord Jesus. Amen. It's him that's just using my body. Glory to God. I don't want anything of me to show forth. I want him to show. And so, you know, in order to take more, we have to lay more. You know, um, I'm wrapping up here. Just want to share this. We can't, we can't turn on and off who we are. Well, let me say this. We actually can by our choice, but we ought not turn off and on who we are. We ought not turn off. Well, I'm, I've got this natural thing to handle. I'm going to turn off who I am. And we don't do it consciously. I mean, nobody's ever, well, I'm not going to be a Christian right now. I'm going to do this thing. But, but you are making choices in the morning and in the afternoon and in the night that set you up for being able to turn on and off. And, and, and what do I mean by that? I mean, there's areas. There's areas in our lives. We all have them. Glory to God. There's areas where we need more of him. We need more of who he is. There's areas where we, where we you know, set our Christianity on the shelf and then go into maybe it's work. Maybe it's your testimony. Maybe it's uh, uh, you know, financial issues. Maybe it's an issue in your body. Maybe it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a family relationship. Maybe it's a husband-wife relationship. Maybe there's areas where we're, where we're putting him on the back burner and trying to do things ourselves. But God wants to be involved in everything. 
He wants our spirit. He wants our soul. He wants our body. In fact, I've, I've learned this. The more that we, the more that you begin to yield your, your soul, your mind, your emotions to the Lord, your body begins to do what it was always designed to do, which is be a tag along. When we were created, we, our bodies were never meant to lead. Our bodies were never meant to give direction. Our body was never meant to, to show us what we were supposed to do or even, or even give, us, give us inclinations of what we were supposed to do. Our flesh was never supposed to lead. So when we, you get your, your heart and your mind, your soul, your emotions on with what Jesus is doing, on, on him, on, on your relationship with God, and begin to focus on him, your body just tags right along. Paul said something like that. He said, walk in the spirit. I think the Amplified says, live habitually in the spirit. And you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. We were never meant to live this life in the natural. This, this thing is supposed to be a spirit walk. A spirit life. Well, how do I get there, Brother Steve? I mean, it seems like some, some people are so far, far ahead and, and I feel like, you know, my flesh rules me half the day or, or 99% of the day. I feel like I, I do what I desire except for in times like this when I am you know, yield myself to the spirit. Well, what helps you yield to the spirit right now is the same thing that helps you yield to the spirit tomorrow morning. I mean, what I did tonight, you know, what Pastor Greg was do, doing this morning, you know, he said, this is basically how I meditate on the word. Just going over the things that God is and, and with your focus upon him. To what I did tonight, this, this, this is what I do in the mornings. When I wake up, this, this is what I do. I spend time with him. I'm not looking to, to find out, you know, what's my next financial blessing I'm not looking to, to uh, uh, hear the latest revelation from the Lord. I just want to spend time with him. I wake up in the morning, and he's the first thing on my mind. He's the first thing on my heart. And he's the first thing that I allow my flesh to yield to. Why? Because I love him. Because I, I, I care about him. I want what he wants. And am I perfect? No, obviously obviously but let me just give a, a, a short example and, and this I think this will hit home you know the the ladies had had a, a couple Tuesday nights in a row of of um, events I think baby showers and and things and you know dad then gets to take care of the kids well on Tuesdays you know it's our day off here at the office you know, I have the kids all day because they're you know Rachel works down at the dental office, so, so I take care of the kids on Tuesday. So it doesn't necessarily bless my soul when the girls have something to do that night because that means I get them all from morning to bedtime. It's just me and the kids, you know. And, and, and um, you know, well, you're just fleshly. Well, sometimes I am. That's why we're talking about the things we are. But, you know, I'd, I, this was a couple, couple Tuesday nights ago. And I just was spending time with the Lord, you know, throughout the day. My mind stayed on him, you know, and, and, and he's keeping me in perfect peace. And, you know, I was sitting there and, and I was feeling pretty good about myself because I had a good day in the presence of the Lord. And, and I had taken good care of the kids and I got them settled in. And don't you know, there was just like a mountain of dishes in the, in the kitchen. I mean, like a mound, you know, what, not like a 15 minute dish job. It was going to be. Can we get down to just reality here? I'm just giving you an example of real life. And there was a mound of dishes there, and, and, and I'm like, you know, I've taken care of the kids all day. 
And so, you know, I'm going to leave the dishes for, for whoever comes home. And, and the, Lord, the Lord said, do you think I would prepare the house for you if you were off being a blessing to somebody else that way? If you would come home, would the dishes be done or would they be left there for you to do? And, you know, it just kind of cut me to my heart. I'm like, Lord, here's an area where I'm trying to turn off my Christianity. I'm trying to turn off who, who I really am. I'm trying to turn. And so, I, you know, then I got and started doing the dishes. And there was a lot of them. And, you know, it was like, oh, this isn't that fun. And, and the, you know, the Lord has just spoken to me. But at this point, I, the dishes were speaking louder than the Lord again. And, and I was just like, man, there's so many dishes. Nobody else washed dishes tonight. This is annoying. I already washed one load of dishes this morning. You know, and the Lord said, so now you're going to do what I asked you to do, but you're not going to include me in on it. So you're going to miss out on the blessing that it would have been anyway. He's like, I'm here with, with you. Do you not want to wash dishes with me? And, and, you know, I just repented. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm so glad that you use knuckleheads because I am one. Amen. But, but I'm just giving you an example of real life because this is how you include him on your heart, soul, mind, strength. He is with us, folks. He is our God. We are his children. We are his sons and daughters. He wants to walk in us. He want, well, why is the Lord talking to you about dishes? Because that's what I got to do that night. Because he loves me. And because I'm open to him, he wants to be with me. He wants to spend time with me. He, and, and, and then he began to speak to me as I was washing dishes with him and showing me a part of, uh, uh, of something that I had not seen, seen before. And he began to share some things, share his heart on, on a few things that, I, that I'm not going to go into tonight. But, but, man, I left that pot, you know, that last pot. Man, I, I was washing dishes with Jesus. And there was a time with him. Amen. And just like this presence that's here in this place tonight he was there right just like that as I'm washing dishes and I take him with me everywhere I go you take him with you everywhere you go he wants to walk among you he wants to dwell with you what was Enoch's testimony it was that he walked with the Lord that means he for 65 years we don't know what he did but for the next 300 he walked with the Lord glory to God and he had children amen and if you know know anything about having children that means that that besides Besides the busyness and the, and the potential distractions that children can be, God doesn't use that as an excuse. He doesn't see that as a, as a way to cop out. He sees that as an opportunity, glory to God, to walk with him. So it doesn't matter if you're an executive or a housewife, glory to God, or anything in between. He wants to walk with us. He wants to be our God, and he wants us to be his children. Not just in name only. Not just in, in thought only. Not just in, in creed only. Only, not just in the, what we say we believe, but he wants us to experience the reality of who he is. Glory to God. He wants us to go to school with him. He wants us to go to work with him. He wants us to go, go to the grocery store with him. Glory to God. He wants to be speaking and revealing and showing who he is. Glory to God. He wants to be in a place of intimacy with you 24-7. This is our father. This is our Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you what, in order for us to go into more, for us to take 
more, for us to go higher, we're going to have to start or continue to go higher and deeper in, in, this, in, this, in this area. More of him, more of him. Man, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, more of you, Lord. More of you, Father. I don't know what, what he has more at the time, but I want more. Well, you know, I didn't, I didn't always feel like having more. I mean, it's, well, Brother Steve, you just wake up and the glory clouds upon you and it floats you in to, for the morning, you know, relief and then takes you to the coffee pot and then, and then brushes your teeth. No. I wake up in the morning with the same crusties you do. Amen. With the same stinky breath you do. Come on. But I've learned that if I want my day to be full of him, I've got to start it full of him. You know, Smith Wigglesworth said that he would wake up in the morning and, and just dance in the Holy Spirit, just flat out dance in the Holy Spirit just to, to let the devil know he was awake and to let, you know, to let himself know that God was going to be ruling in him. Well, I, I don't necessarily feel like that's, for me, that's what I'm supposed to do. But what I do is I get up and I'm like, Lord, there's more of you today. Woo, hallelujah, I love you, Lord. You're amazing this morning. Come on. Hallelujah. And then my emotions get in line. I don't go after him so that my emotions, ooh, I feel tingly this morning, praise God. No, I, I go after him. But then my emotions follow suit. And I sense his presence and I recognize him. And, and joy begins to rise up and peace and, and, and freedom and strength and everything else. Glory to God that comes with, with hanging around the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah, I'm telling you, there's more, folks. And it's easy. Somebody's already starting to disqualify themselves. I just heard that in the spirit. Somebody's already disqualifying themselves, saying, yeah, but not for me, because it's not easy for me. No, that's a lie that you bought into. I don't know who that is, but the Lord's saying, no, there's more for you. There's more for you, and it is easy for you. No longer say it's hard. No longer say it's difficult. No longer let your mind say, this thing is difficult for me. This is for somebody else or some other, some other time or some other place. But no longer say that. Begin to say, it is easy for me to experience my Father. For I am a spirit, and He is a spirit, and we are one. And we cannot be any closer than we are now. So I will choose to begin to recognize who God has made me to be and who He really is and I will walk in the fullness of what he has for me hallelujah hallelujah Lord we, we, we do repent we do repent for, for thoughts that have held us captive to the world's way of doing things that has held us captive to the flesh that has held us captive to the natural and where we've walked below what you've made us to be Father we repent for that tonight and we thank you that when we turn to you, when we humble ourselves before you, Lord, there's more grace, more grace, more grace. So we take it right now. We take more grace and we humble ourselves before you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for more grace. Humbling yourself is believing what God says about you more than what your mind tells you. 
more than what you believe about you. Humbling yourself is saying, I choose to take what you say, Lord, and I choose to make the response of my life be that versus what my past has told me. Even past experience, even, even, even failed attempts. Well, I've tried to get closer to God before. Don't let your failed attempts speak louder than the King of kings and the Lord of lords. What he says about you. Humble yourself. That's part of humbling. Humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. He will exalt you. He gives more grace to the humble. More grace for what? More grace to have more of him. More, more, of a, more of the knowledge of him. Hallelujah. Father, we want more tonight. Hallelujah. We want more. Praise God. Let's just thank him just one more time. Father, we love you so much. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.